WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. today so we do ha- I do have some things I do want to talk about and some of it may not be suitable <laughs> well no um, suitable suitable uh, there, there are some things I want to bring up and and I'm not there's not going to be a debate or anything and it's it's we'll, we'll, you'll see as we go along so what, what do we got here first uh, we got some let's see in ham radio news da 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 Hold on, I'm kind of... Yeah, uh, due to the travel and gathering restrictions in place because of the coronavirus pandemic, the ARRL Board of Directors met on Friday, July 17th, 2020 in a remote session using the Zoom video conferencing platform. During this session, the board took the following actions. Accepted the final... Accepted the final recommendations of the uh, the band planning committee, committee chair and ARRL first vice president uh-huh. Mike. Uh, Apparently, the parakeet. Mike Raisenbeck, K one T K K one K one T W F introduced a motion to adopt the plan. An earlier draft of the plan was introduced at the board's in-person January meeting. After after the January board meeting, the committee received and considered hundreds of comments and interested, from interested amateurs. The final ban plan Apparently the parakeet's in full force, can right? be viewed on the ARRL website. Voted in emancipation of hiring the new anticipation of an of hiring the new emergency management director to modify the character of the search committee to the study and if appropriate prepare a report (laughs) on the implementation of a new standing committee of the board to emphasize emergency communications and provide advice to the CEO in these matters. The report is expected to be delivered to the board by November 24, 2020. Create a standing order that gives the Programs and Services Committee authority to approve by vote proposed rule changes for contests and awards. Accepted the final reports from the Chief Financial Officer and Treasurer of the Finances and Investment Portfolio of the organization. Modified the the composition of the ARRL Legal Defense and Assistance Committee and the guidelines for what activities should be funded by the League. Amended ARRL Bylaw Number 18 to conform with changes made at the January board meeting regarding the election period 
for division elections, approved the re recipients of several awards, including the Herium Percy Maxim Memorial Award, acknowledged the efforts of ARRL headquarters staff in dealing with and maintaining operations during the pandemic, discussed personal matters in the Committee of the Whole. The meeting ended with the board recessing until a further as yet undetermined date when the meeting will be concluded. This is expected to be in four to five weeks, depending on circumstances and the ability to arrange a suitable meeting site. Minutes will be released once the meeting is concluded. Wait, oh, do your plea. We didn't do it last week. If we can get the squawky parakeet. Yeah, don't, worry, don't, 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 don't worry about her, just do your plea. For anybody that, um, looking for a charity to donate, please look to the Berkshire Humane Society as your charity. Um, they are looking for donations for their pet food pantry all the time. Um, they look for litter, and they look for litter for the cats, and of course, doggy and kibby kibble, but the most thing that they're looking for and this is for a challenge. This is where I'm challenging people. People, I want to see the small animals go ahead and be loved. I'm talking about the small furry animals. Besides hamsters. <laughs> there is a lot of hamster food the last time I, I checked into them. I want to see, I want to see those pellets for those bunnies. Hay. In the hay for the bunnies. And for the guinea pigs. Those are the two that seem to be having the issues. I mean, now people are donating par donating parakeet food, which I think is great. You know, there are bird or birds in the pantry that needed that help, and I thank you. Continue that work. And of course, kitties got litter. Thank you very much for continuing for doing that. Keep it up. Mostly what I want to see is small animals and, you know, the small animals, the guinea pigs and the bunnies. They are the ones that mostly need the help right now in the pet food pantry. They do have some bunnies, they do have some baby bunnies at the shelter that do need help. They do need help with that. They need pellies and they need hay to keep going. They get some, they get some from their donations from you know, oxbone stuff, but I would like to go ahead and see some of them go ahead and get get it for the pet food pantry. There's not really any of them that get it get for the pet food pantry. That seems to be their biggest problem. So that's mostly what they're looking for is guinea pig pellies. They have to be free of seeds. And bunny pellies, again, they have to be free of seeds because they can't have seeds. Thank you. Okay. Um, also, Sean Sear put out a uh, YouTube video for helping WTBR and PCTV. And, yeah, please donate to them. Um, they yes, have, help our second home. They have bent over in 25 different directions to keep these shows on the air for all the programmers. Um, especially keeping this uh, this show on the air, which uh, when we started this with the pandemic was kind of thought this might go away for a while, 
but you know um, Matt Tucker and, and Bob Heck and Sean Sear and all them came up with ideas and things that we could do and, and we went from taping this show to actually being on live um, you know we're, we're, we're streaming into WTBR and, and that's cool so they really I, I've never seen a bunch of people work so hard to put keep programming on the air keep programmers happy keep producers happy so they work hard as hell yeah so you know in the world you know if, if it wasn't for them none of these shows would be on and we wouldn't be on the air and a lot of the stuff on pc tv wouldn't be on the air so um donate to them you can donate through the website or you could call pc tv and and you know help them out you know it's it's, it's rough during the pandemic you know we can be some of us can be in the studio we were invited back into the studio but i i decided for the at least for now it's easier more convenient and a lot easier just to do the show here and and send it to the studio and, and give the other producers the opportunity well, to do it not only give the other producers the studio but give and this whole coronavirus thing time to really settle down so you don't have a bunch of people running into PCTV yeah, you don't and WTBR. You know, I, I, I'm sorry that the PCTV side and the simulcast side is not is not doing any not not matching doing up. video and, and Matt put up kind of a graphic and you're getting the, the TBR audio. At some point, we will go back to the studio. I know we can go back in. I just, you know, these people is, are my second home, it's my second family, and I'm trying to keep things safe for them. I can do the show from home. I don't have a problem with not being in the studio and doing the, the video side of this thing. Exactly. Um, the radio side is still going, and I'm, I'm good with that. I'm happy with that. But the staff at, at PCTV and WTBR bend over backwards to not only keep the show on the air, but to go from taping this show to, <coughs> excuse me, setting up a way to do a live feed so that we can, you know, get some sort of normalcy and actually be live every yes. Wednesday morning, even if it's from Studio B on the other side of Pittsfield, that's what yep. we call it. But, um... Help, well, there, help out. Can. You, well, know, you, you love these shows. You know, you love Larry Cracker's all these, uh, all these forty-five shows, and, and and Carol would know your Berkshires on the PCTV side. Yep. Help support the station, not only PCTV yes. but WTBR. So, get send some money, do what you can, help us out, and I, I promise, PCTV and WTBR have some more beautiful programming that's coming up as, as we go on, and it will help us keep. This show on the air because this show is going to get fun. Um, yes. what, what do you got? You got anything ham radio wise or can, do I I, say can you say something? Anyway, with the second round of the, of the um, coronavirus coming back out again, you mean the stimulus not, checks? No, I meant the coronavirus. But the second round that's happening right now, it's not safe to try to go back into the studio because things could also get worse as time goes on hoping that everything doesn't, I mean, the numbers keep climbing every day and the state keeps shutting down everything with oh, different states mean. around. So just got to make sure we can do everything from home. So every bit helps. So if you guys can please help the station, give it, 
give them the, all the love that you can to keep us on. And that, that's going to be our segue into our topic later <laughs> because uh, there's some things that don't match what up. What numbers? Berkshire, Berkshire yeah, well, doesn't num- have any numbers. Well, no, we have a co- we have some numbers. Yeah, we have we have kind of a tiny little spike, but she's talking more of the other 38 states. That's that, like Florida and stuff. Yeah, but we're going to segue because there's a topic we're going to hit. And if the if it offends, what I'm going to say after the break, it, it, it offends. Um, I'm sorry, but there's some, there's some things that don't match up that sorry, we, I'm need to, one of my days. we need to. I need to discuss, and it's going to be kind of iffy. I'm not. It's not going to be a debate. It's not that I'm against anything. It's just that um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it at the topic. After the break, so what, what what have you got in the? Uh, let's see, Hurricane Watchnet has been activated for Hurricane Hannah. Oh, wonderful! It's already starting. Isn't this fun? The storm is poised to make landfall along the Gulf of Mexico. Right now, it's a Category 1, but, you know, it's the first hurricane, so they have to activate it. And the storm was, the storm was about 90 miles north, northeast of Port's Man, Port Manfield, um, Texas, and about 100 miles south-southeast of Corpus Christi. Uh, the year 2020... Year 2020 has been a strange year, and in every way, the weather is no <laughs> weather is no different. Just a few hours ago, it looks it looks as though we were activating for Hurricane Gon Hurricane Gonzo. Well, while that storm had other ideas, same can be said. Same can be said for what has been Tropical Storm Hannah and. The Gulf of Mexico, although it looked, although it looked, although the storm would make landfall as a tropical storm. So, yeah, hey, hey, hey. There's uh, also a new one. They haven't even given it a name yet. Yeah, that one's getting, that one's getting ready to go up the uh, Carolina coastline. Yeah. All right, is that? Um, well, they activated, they activated it, and they got more, they got, um, close to a hundred people going through the hurricane watch net. Um, the, the, uh, Red Cross officials went ahead and thanked the ham radio operators and FEMA for, um, Doing the hurricane watch net and keeping an eye and helping them keep an eye on Hurricane Hannah. All right, and do you have the frequencies for Hurricane Watch Net? Did they put them in the? Yes, they did. Fourteen mm-hmm. to something. So if you want to get in on a hurricane watch. Fourteen, fourteen dot three two five megahertz, and seven dot two six eight megahertz. So there you go. All right, so keep, keep track and of that. And both of them will be operating uh, simultaneously. All right. The FCC has ordered a forfeiture order 
calling for Hobby King to pay a fine of $2,861,120 for marketing drone transmitters that do not comply with FCC rules. An FCC Enforcement Bureau investigation stemmed in part of, from a 2017 ARRL complaint that Hobby King was selling drone transmitters that operated on amateur and non-amateur frequencies, in some instances marketing them as amateur radio equipment. The fine affirms that monetary penalty sought in a June 2018 FCC notice of apparent liability. The I'm, FC I'm confused. I got fine for selling it as ham radio equipment or not telling people that they were on a ham frequencies? Uh, both. Oh. The FCC in its investigation found that dozens of devices marketed by the company transmitted in unauthorized radio frequencies and in some cases oper operated at excessive power levels. Such unlawful transmissions could interfere with key government and public safety services like aviation systems. The FCC said, Ow. we have fully considered Hobby King's responses to the NAL, which does not contest any facts, include, includes only a variety of legal arguments, none of which we find persuasive. The FCC said in an FO, we therefore adopt the $2,861,128 forfeiture penalty proposed in the NAL. The FCC pointed out in the FO that it has previously made clear that devices used in amateur radio services do not require authorization prior to being imported into the United States. But devices for other services, including the CB service, require commission approval. The FCC investigation found that 65 models of devices marketed by Hobby King should have had FCC certification. Responding to the NAL, Hobby King claimed to have ceased marketing the 65 models the FCC identified, but promised only to make best efforts not to market other non-compliant RF devices. Aren't there some of them where you can't even buy them unless you have... Yes, there are some that you can't even buy unless you're amateur radio licensed. Hobby King has a continuing obligation to market only radio frequency equipment that is properly authorized. The FCC said we therefore remind Hobby King that continuing to market non-compliant radio frequency devices could result in further significant forfeitures. Hobby King has 30 days to pay the fine. If it fails to do so, the matter will be referred to the Department of Justice for collection. Ouch. So yes, to answer your question, there are some drones that operate on the amateur radio frequencies that you need an amateur radio operate uh, uh, license to Yeah, I think there's some of the high-end expensive <coughs> ones. So because I remember you had a couple of people testing just to get into drones. And they needed the license just to buy the drone. Yes. So when we come back from the break, we'll, we'll have our topic um, and we'll try to make it so I, we don't offend anybody because we don't want to offend anybody. No, but no. Um, we'll, we'll have the topic when we come back from the break. You're listening. You're listening to Hammond and WTBR. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our 
other girls, the ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life, but knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Using WIC is easier than ever. Now you can use the WIC card instead of checks for your food purchases. WIC is a free nutrition program that helps working families stretch their food budget and make healthy choices. WIC helps families learn to shop for nutritious foods and offers resources like online nutrition education and an app to make shopping easier. Visit us online at mass.gov slash WIC to find out if you qualify. This message is brought to you by the Massachusetts Department of Public Health's WIC Nutrition Program. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which, Which button am I... Oh. When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'll be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. I failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sure you are. The resistance is dead. The war is over. And when I kill you, I will have killed the last Jedi. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. The rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning. And I will not be the last Jedi. wasn't the last Jedi. Right, we are back yep. on, on Ham On. So our, our topic is why everything's closing and how we can fix some stuff. Especially since the No Bark Ham Fest um, is canceled. So here's what I don't get. So let, mm. let's walk through this. Mm. Let's, shall we? The, 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 they say that the masks and six foot distancing are working. Okay. So if that's the case, why are we still closing stuff down? Because people are still paranoid. Well, not, 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 not only that. We're not we're not going to we're not going get yeah. in, get into all that. Yeah, um, seriously. Here's my thought. Okay, if this is the new normal, then we need to start doing stuff. 
Start and, acting like it's and, normal. And start acting like it's normal. Okay, the ham fest can go on. I understand it's a lot of the older generation. And, you know, they're and probably... yes, they're, they're the most vulnerable. And they're the most vulnerable to this. But there's a way to do this. Okay, at, at the ham fest, and I've been to a few ham fests, you've got your ticket booth. So at the ticket booth, as you're collecting the tickets, you hand out a mask. If they don't have one. We can have what, 150 people in an outdoor setting. Okay. You have, as they're selling the tickets, you count them off. There's, you know, there's... Make sure there's hand sanitizer. Make sure there's hand sanitizer. Make sure there's hand sanitizer at the stations. We can't keep shutting everything down. Maybe you, provide uh, disposable gloves. Yeah, you can't tell us that the masks and the six-foot distancing are working and then everything's getting shut down. I mean, they've shut down the term of the Roses Parade, and that's January. Wow. You know, if we're having a new normal, and this is the way it's going to go, are we going to have the new normal where just everything is going to get shut down forever? Are we kidding the term of the Roses Parade? Yeah, it's going to cancel. Oh, my God. Or do we just need to just... Bear it out and, and, and do and try to keep things as normal. There's way to do things. The ARRL figured out how to do online and, um, VE sessions. There's there's ways to do things. Are we just going to cancel ham fests forever? You know, you, you look at this. I know there's a lot of confusion. The CDC changes things every other day. Um, but, you know, if, if you look at some things, and I, I'm trying to do this carefully but things don't really add up you know if the six foot distancing and the uh social distancing and the mess are working why is more things being shut down every day you know if you can if you can social distance the schools so they can open up in the fall if you can social distance airplanes, <coughs> so yeah, you can be wondering about the Macy's there, Day there's, there's no Thanksgiving Day Parade. There's no middle seats, but you've got a ten thousand state, it's ten thousand fan stadium that nobody can go in, and they're, they're pumping in crowd sounds. Mm. Um, you can't social distance in a stadium. You know you can't figure out how to separate seats maybe rope off the camera guys have learned to do it and you can see them in stands maybe rope off certain number of seats <coughs> um you know not having and, and you know the nfl and, and said you know this is going to be a two billion dollar loss if we don't get fans how are, are we destined yeah, just they depend because they depend on those merchandise sales are we destined just not to sorry do this anymore or is it going to take grassroots things like ham fests? Ham fests, like I said, are so easy to do. Really, all you get, you know, you somebody takes a ticket, they take a ticket. You don't have a mask, you give them a mask. You set up hand sanitizer stations. Most ham fests, you're not going to get 150 people. It's not like Dayton. You're not going to get yeah. 150 people there. You're going to get you know 20, 30 people at a time. Um, you gotta start. You gotta, you gotta start doing this. I mean, look at look at. Let's look at some of the stuff that's going on. Restaurants. You have to wear a mask till you're seated. Yeah. Cool. 
We got that. Once you're seated, you can take the mask off. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And they're set, they're set six feet apart. You have your outdoor dining, which, by the way, in the Northeast, is going to turn cold soon. I don't know how you're going to do outdoor dining in the middle of winter, but I guess we'll be caught up on that. Yeah. But there's, there's ways to keep life going. Whether if it's outdoor dining or indoor dining, there's some things I don't understand. Um, you know, where if you're going, a lot of things if you're going into a bar to drink, you have to order food. Okay, so coronavirus will infect you if you're in a bar and not ordering food. But if you're ordering food, it won't it won't affect you. Some of this stuff just really not make a lot of sense and if you really sit down and, and stop for like takeout orders and stop listening stuff, to the hype and stop listening to everybody that keeps changing things every 20 minutes and just look at just take it step by step and see what's going on pctv is doing it right wtbr is doing it right yeah. they have masks that you you have to wear a mask you go into the studio once you go into the studio, you can take your mask off and do your show. Things like that we get. That's easy. That's simple things to do. But, you know, if you're, you're you know, if you go through all, all, all of this, how do you cannot have stands, you cannot have fans in stands, but you can have 150 people at an outdoor gathering. Most Major League Baseball stadiums and NFL stadiums are outdoor gatherings. You can't find a way to rope off. Like I said, apparently the camera guys can go ahead and know how to social distance in the stands. I think the fans can figure it out. Yeah, you know, and I know people are scared, and there's a, there's a, there's, but we've been through pandemics before, people. We went through Spanish flu in 1918. We went through the swine H1N1 flu in 1969. In 1969, we, we didn't shut anything down. What did we do? We held Woodstock. We had 100,000 people in the field in Woodstock, New York for a three-day <laughs> <clears throat> for a three-day concert. In the mud and rain. I think what this is, uh, 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 it, the media has really set people's paranoia out. And a, a lot of this is more paranoia than everything. It's simple steps. It's common sense. If if we all just take common sense. I mean, look at what the grocery stores do. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's well, the grocery stores are, are, are another thing. You bring them up. Yes, you, need, you know, you need a mask to go into the grocery stores. <laughs> okay, cool. No it's problem. cool. Um, and they got the plexiglass up. But do you realize that that going into the grocery stores, how many how many times the items have been touched before you got to them? You know, so the crowd's bigger than a hundred and hundred and some on fifty people. Well, no, I mean, you know, we we, we th you have to think about this stuff. How many uh, how many times has the items been touched from the times it come off the truck to the times it stocked to the times the shelves got stocked, and uh, then you're yeah. touching the items. Yeah. 
and then they, they put them on the belt. And the cashier know, touches the items. The cashier touches the items. And the then, and then well, the you have to bag your own stuff, but then they wipe down the belt. No, but they then, have baggers again. But then you have, you know, you have all these things that are, it's, it, you know, some things don't make sense. And you really have to sit down and think, what doesn't make sense? Doing things like hand fests, it's easy to do if you just think about it, use some common sense. We don't, if the masks are working, if the six foot distancing is working, do it at the hand fest. Why do we have to keep shutting things down? I know, okay, people are going to say, well, not everybody will wear a mask. You're right. right. Not everybody does. But you can control. Someone did a big lie just walking through and just you, walking through the place. You can control that. Right? You go into a hand fest, you give the guy a mask. He doesn't want to wear the mask. Then... You explain to him that you gotta have your mask on, or you can't be here because we don't want we want to do the hand fest. We want everybody to enjoy it, but we don't we want, want it we don't we want it done safely. We don't want anybody to get sick. So please, either put on your mask, or we're gonna to have to ask you to leave. There's there's ways to do stuff. There's you know we can't. Are we gonna are we gonna shut down? For, this reminds me of a movie back in 1993. They did. ID4, Independence Day. Oh, yes. And it was an alien thing, but it was the same, the same premise. It was worldwide, it was global. And I'm going to pay, play the clip because I think it fits really well with what's going on today. So here's Bill Pulliam from Independence Day. Morning. Young. That they are. They look a little nervous. I need all flight crews to report to their designated areas immediately. Major. Marlin. Sir. Good morning. Good morning. In less than an hour. Aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps fate that today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for our freedom not from tyranny oppression or persecution but from annihilation we're fighting for our right to live to exist and should we win the day the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate 
our Independence Day. I think that I think that really, really fits. That we need to fight to survive. We need to fight for 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 us. So I I think we should start grassroots. Um, stop closing all this stuff because we're afraid of people that are going to get sick. If you believe that the masks and the social distancing work, and they do. Opening some stuff <coughs> and doing events should be on the list. You should be able to do them. Um, or are we just going to shut ourselves inside, close the doors, not do anything ever again, and hope this thing disappears? You don't have to listen to the mainstream media. You don't have to listen to CNN. You don't have to listen to all the garbage on the Facebook posts. Yeah, you have to take it. You do it. Take yourself. Think about what, what you, you want, okay? This, you know, remember, Spanish flu is still around. H1N1 is still around. It's a strain of the flu that you get every year. This is what's going to happen with COVID-19. But okay. let's start opening stuff. Let's start having events because what's going to happen in the winter? How do you do outdoor dining in the winter? You don't. There are two things you do. You bundle up and you become a popsicle. Okay. <laughs> you know, we can't close everything. We just can't turn out the lights and say, we're done. You know, it, it, that speech should be, even though it was from a 1993 movie, it should be relevant today that we're not going to go without a fight, that we're not going to disappear into the night. Exactly. We need, we, you know, we need to do small things. We need, you know, you have, you know, people argue all the time and there's all kinds of arguments. Do the mask work? Do the mask not work? Like I said, if you believe in your heart of hearts that the masks work and that social distancing works, then continue to do it. Then let's continue to do it. And, you know, I saw a Facebook post, Raya Germain, who's the Hudson District Director, she had a hand fest. They social distanced. It worked. And they were able to actually do their hand fest. It wasn't Dayton. There wasn't 10,000 people there. But there was a hand fest. Um, you know, these little things can be done. <coughs> People have to stop, you know, there, people have to stop with the paranoia. Yes, this is serious. Yes, it, it affects certain populations. But it, it shouldn't cripple us. We came back from a lot of things. We came back from wars. We came back from other viruses. And we can come back from this. But it seems a lot of people have just shut down. And said, "I'm done. We're gonna lock our way, lock ourselves in, in our houses, and just kind of ride this thing out. You have to be fighting, um, and and if it takes, you know, we we have mandates. We have things we can do that that Governor Baker said we can do. You know, 150 people in an outdoor setting. 
long as we're masked and six feet apart, blah, blah, blah. We can start doing that. We need to start doing that. Um, you know, the steps that businesses are taking are, are, are good steps. But, there, you know, some things I don't get. And like I said, we are I, I, don't, people. I don't get, I'm going to reiterate this again, I don't get how the coronavirus can detect if you're at a bar where you're just drinking or you're eating. And also another thing that people seem to forget, humans are social creatures. We thrive on being around each other emotionally and physically. It is good for our psyche. It is good for our... You know, our biology. Mentally, we're designed to be a herd. You know? And if and you people uh, forget that fact. And, and if you do the math and look up the statistics, the suicide rate and the Declining. overdose rate has been climbing since the scary. pandemic. And what's worse? What's killing more people right now? The actual pandemic or the suicide rate or the uh, and the overdose rate because people can't get together but if we just look at some of this stuff and I think and, and this is my opinion not the opinion of WTBR not the opinion of PCTV this is my opinion that some of this stuff really is stupid and the first thing I hit on I, I'm going to hit on it again is how does the coronavirus know whether you're at a bar with food or not with food yeah Oh, you can't go into a bar or drink unless you order food. Does the coronavirus fly in and say, oh, this guy's got food. We're not going to mess with him. Uh, I mean, does, does it and really... And you have that one lonely guy in the corner having a Manhattan, and it's like, okay, let's gang up on him. Does, does, you know, does it really <laughs> matter? I mean, um, you know, an outdoor restaurants, you can, you can have, you know, dine outdoors. That's good until winter sets in. What happens when winter sets in? You're gonna have to freeze. Are you gonna be out sitting at the at the little tables on the sidewalk when it's 20 degrees below zero and 19 feet of snow on the ground? Go, well, uh, 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 I'll have a hamburger and fries if I don't freeze to death. What are you gonna do in the winter? Most outdoor dining stops around fall, so. When, and, start, and, when you start getting that little chill in the air, they stop. And, and what's up with the people <laughs> that wear masks, driving in their cars alone with their windows rolled up? With gloves on. With gloves on. It's your own car. It, 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 dude, it's your own car. Um, you know, there is, and, I, and I'm sorry to admit this, there is some state I'm of paranoia sorry. in this. If you're driving around in your own car with the windows rolled up with a mask and gloves on, you don't need to do that. You <laughs> really sorry. don't need to do no. that. No. Um, you know, going into... That, that kind of confuses me, too. Going into stores. I understand going into stores yes, with the mask. Yes. But here's what I don't understand. And no one's been able to answer this. You go into the stores with the masks and the gloves. Yes. Now, if this virus is so bad and so contagious, why don't we have little... Red bins outside the stores. Oh, the biohazard bins? The biohazard bins. You can go to any store you want, go out and look in the parking lot, and the gloves and the masks are just scattered all over the parking lot. Yeah, I went to so Walmart if, one time and saw you as mask in a parking lot. If, these, if this virus is so bad, like mainstream media is telling you, 
Why don't we have biohazard bins set up where you could throw your mask and your gloves in instead of just all over the parking lots? Especially those one-time use masks. Now, the other thing I don't understand is you go in Walmart, why you have to go follow certain Oh, no, they took that out now. No, but, but wait. I don't understand. Does the virus... Oh, yeah. The up, up does the virus... Not know these certain aisles. You know, if you go in this door, I can understand going in one door, going out one door to keep people apart. But when you're in the store and you only you're let in a hundred people or whatever, if you go like you have to go up one aisle, cross over, go out another aisle. Does the virus just not go in that aisle that you're in and it goes everywhere else? I, I don't know. I, and like I said, yeah. you're just going to mingle in the store anyways and be, and, and be next to each other. Yeah, you know, if you line. have a mask on and you practice social distancing, what is the point of the arrows? To tell you where to go in, in, in Walmarts. I don't get that. Do, Walmart, do, Big do, Y. Yeah, they, you know, Price uh, people are not stupid. We're educated human adults. <clears throat> we should... You know, figure out, okay, we need to go to Walmart. We'll put on a mask. We'll stay six foot away from this other guy. Sometimes it's a very good idea, even before the pandemic. But, yeah, seriously. But when, you're, seriously, when you get in the store you and you're, okay, home? you can only walk up this aisle, cross over this aisle, and come down this aisle. Okay, and then, and then early in the pandemic, which really made no sense, is in some Walmarts, they blocked off stuff that they deem... Not essential. Well, baby products. Who are you making 35 cents an hour at Walmart to tell me what's not essential? And one of the things that they deem non essential in some of those things are baby products. Well, that, but here's the other thing they deemed electronics not essential. Okay. So you're at home because everything's closed. Nobody can go to work. You're working at home. And your mouse breaks, or you need it, or your or you monitor need dies, monitor to, or, or the laptop completely dies, or your dies. laptop completely dies, and you and you go to your local Walmart, and you can't buy that stuff because that's non-essential. But isn't that essential to you because you have to work from home? Um, yes. So how do little employees making fifteen dollars an hour can decide? What is essential? And, and, and like Jesse said, they only said baby products. You have a baby, you need diapers. How are diapers not essential? Oh, I'm sorry, it's baby clothes, potty seats, and the little um, baby tubbies. Right, but, but how, those are who, essential who for mothers. Who determines what's not essential? And, and this is, you know. This is the stuff that irks me because with maybe not essential to you making fifteen dollars an hour at a Walmart might be essential to the person that needs to work to work from home because the government shut everything down. Ours, our Walmart went ahead and gated off clothes at one time because it wasn't deemed essential. Clothes. Um. You know, if you just if you take the politics out of this, and you take 
all the different things in the CDC and what's going on, and you take things, yeah. just Anything. look at a situation. You're a <laughs> look at a situation and say, okay, does this make sense? Because we're getting thrown a bunch of different stuff, and I understand uh, why hand fast clothes and, and things like that. Oh yeah. But do, do we do we need to close them? If Governor Baker or Cuomo or whoever says, "Hey, we can open this oh, stuff," then let's open it. But we need to, we, we, somebody needs to step up, and, and and some organizations need to step up. And say we're going to do this. And Raya, I say Raya had a hand fest. <laughs> it worked out. Everybody for social distance. Yeah. Everybody had masks. Everybody had a good time at a ham fest. Why keep closing things? I'm sure the big stadiums can figure out how to put fans in the stands. I mean, how sad is it when Philadelphia has cutouts in their stands what? to represent people? What? How sad is it that Boston has to Wait, pump... What? Oh, hang on. That Boston has to pump crowd noise in. Like, this yes. is 1950, and we're watching a sitcom where they can, where they can, <coughs> where they can, can, can laughter and can audience laughter is put in place. They can the baseball, the, the, the baseball crowd. But yes, Philadelphia, there was a picture on, on there was yeah. a, yeah, that works on radio, not so much on TV. There was a picture of the Philadelphia Stadium. And the Phillies? Phillies. And they had cardboard cutouts in the stands. Oh, my God. Is this what we're Who, reduced whose to? Whose job was it to print all these cardboard cutouts out wasn't, and put them up? It wasn't all printed out. They only put them where the cameras, cameras would shoot. So behind home plate, you know, and and in Boston, and and I saw a Facebook post about it, canned crowd noise in Fenway Park for the Boston Red Sox game. I guess it's going for all the games. Canned crowd noise. When does it stop? I'm I'm starting to sound like some shock jock here. But when does this stop? When do we wake up and and say... Enough of this is enough. Yes, there's a pandemic. Yeah. Yes, there's a problem. But, but we've gone through pandemics before. This is not our first go-around. This no. is not our first rodeo. We've gone through no. pandemics before. We've gone through pandemics where things just didn't close down. I think it's Sweden during COVID-19. Never shut anything down. And somebody can look it up and tell me if I'm wrong. But... They shut. They just shut nothing down, and their pandemic's over. It was declared over, and they never shut anything down. We shut everything. The first time ever, this whole entire country has been shut down. Not even during World War II was the country shut down, and never during a pandemic will we will we shut the country down. 1918 Spanish flu or or the, the swine flu H1N1 in 1969. We've gone through pandemics before. You know, and, and now, you know, they say no, you know, no phase four total reopening without a vaccine. Okay, but you can still open stuff. People can still go do stuff. Exactly. You know, when you're closing things down in January... You know, what's that going to look like for 2021? Um, 
But I, I rant, and, and it's I'm 951 here in, in WTBR. And I'm, one of, and I'm one of those st- people. Stop, stop listening to mainstream media. Go and, and just take time, look, and say, does, does what you're seeing make sense? I, I, have a I have a question. And I know I'm going to go off on a tangent. But how do you explain to little kids, because little kids are pretty smart, they understand. How do you explain to a little kid that the virus is not going to stop Santa from coming to your house? <laughs> How do you explain that to a little kid that, yes, Santa's still going to come? Well, you know, that's... That's sad. That. Yeah, uh, you know, but you want to... No. And you want to open schools in the fall, and they've put plans into in the thing how to open schools my own in the fall. And my own I mean, what they're, what they're doing you. is right, what they're doing is good, and, and I go with it. But when you look at going up separate, one separate aisle and down another separate aisle <coughs> at a Walmart because the virus will go everywhere but in that aisle. <laughs> you know, um, we, you know, you, you, you worrying about the cashier touching your items. And I've heard this, um, I've heard this shopping at Walmart and I've heard this shopping at other stores where the cashier's running the items over the belt and the person's going, oh, she's touching the items. People don't realize how many of these, how, how, how many of these items were touched two or three times before they got to you. You know, from the truck to the stock, the stock, the, the stock room. You know, how many times were the items touched? A lot of it is just, uh, you're seeing people's true colors. I mean, people beating each other up because they're not wearing masks. Um, you know, people yeah, this is... screaming at one another when it came down to paran- paranoia buying over food. Yeah, I mean, okay, we had a pandemic that was an upper respiratory infection. Why were we buying toilet paper? Like, when this all started, you couldn't find toilet paper. You know, you had to go to 20 different stores to get one roll. What does an upper respiratory infection... My sister had to go to a different state to go find toilet paper because she ran out, because her state ran out of toilet paper. What does an upper respiratory infection have to do with toilet paper? No idea. Did... We skipped that day in biology where <laughs> an upper respiratory has, has to do with lungs and not your butt. <coughs> I thought it was facial tissue you use. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is, you know, the first thing we find out is we have an upper respiratory infection. Let's go buy toilet paper. Then there's this guy, and, and I think if y'all remember this, he went to different states. He bought like all the hand sanitizer, all the hand sanitizer, like cartons and crates of hand sanitizer that he was going to sell and jack up the prices. You know, hand sanitizer is five, six bucks. He's going to jack it up to 10 or 12 bucks because the whole country was panicking over hand sanitizer. And he thought he was going to make millions of dollars on it. He got caught. Um... I, I can't understand that. And it's been going downhill since then. 
I mean, just think about that for a moment. I'm going to say this again, really slow. Listen, we had an upper, uh, we had a pandemic that was an yeah. upper respiratory That's infection. Why are you buying toilet paper? And not just one pack of toilet paper that would be for the whole month. No, 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 no. You there were are people buying, buying six of them. You were buying crates of crates of toilet paper. Uh, boxes uh, and boxes. Boxes and boxes because you A whole thought, shipping. <coughs> you thought I the, cleaning supplies. You yes. thought the end of the world was coming. Anyway, it's nine fifty-six, uh, and, and here's here's the deal. Sorry for the long rant. Yes, we have a pandemic. Yes, we have a problem. But why are we hiding? Why are we just canceling everything? We have a mandate. We have things that Governor Baker says we can do to open things up. Let's start opening things up. Think about it. Hamfest. We have a few things that are already open. Hamfest. Hamfest. If you want to do a hamfest, you have a ticket taker. Give some. Have some mask. You take a ticket. You give a mask. mask. You put up a little sign, must wear a mask to be in here. You put up some hand sanitizing stations up. I mean, if you can have no shirt, no shirt, no suit, no shoes, no service, just put up a little sign, no mask, no service. Right. So let's stop closing things because we're afraid. Let's show that we are the country we are supposed to be, and let's start opening some things up. I like the way it's going. I like the way Governor Baker has set things up for opening and certain things, and, and, and some things are opening. But let's take things one step at a time. Stop listening to mainstream media. Stop listening to the hype on Facebook. Stop listening to all the debates on Facebook. And just look at your situation. Look at your situation. Look at your event. If you follow the mandate, the 100, you know, 150 people gathering, Six foot distancing, masks, hand sanitizer. You can do the event. You know, if, if the people that are still scared, or the people that don't want, you know, don't want to get the chance of getting the virus, they probably won't come anyway. So the people that are going to show up are going to be the ones that want to be out there. So people, you know, people are starting to decide whether they want to go out and don't go out. You know, at my picnic, I have I put out a lot of invites. I got a lot of people said, well, we don't want to come out right now because of the pandemic. Understandable. Cool. We got it. But we had some people that said, you know what? Pandemic, pandemic, whatever. Let's go do something. And we had hand sanitizer. And we had masks. And we had social distancing. And everything worked out. And nobody caught COVID-19 from the picnic. We were good. It can be done. Take your take your own event and figure out how can we make this happen within the parameters that Governor Baker laid down. And he's really left a lot of things wide open between 150 people. As long as you can social distance and mask, we can do this. So that's the end of my rant, but let's start doing some of these events. Let's have some ham fests. Yeah. Let's have some outdoor VE sessions. Let's salvage some of this summer um, and, and still keep social distancing and still keep the mask going and the hand sanitizer. Heck yeah. So, um, Monday, Mondays at 4 to 6 is Beatles Forever. With, with, uh, yes. And we have, some, we have some nice tunes coming up for that. So, on behalf of Jesse and, and me and Peter, this has been Ham on WTBR-FM, and we will talk to you next week. 73. Seven, 73, everybody.